0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, You know, wherever you are in the world, listening to this, Everything. hope you're having a great day so far and hope it only gets better Uh, listening to this. Jeremy Hecht here.
1: Zachy the Great here. And this is the uh, Inspire the Great podcast. We're back, episode three. How you feeling? Episode three, man, I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling grateful to be alive. How you feeling, bro? Yeah, same here, it's, I think um, it's it's
0: still weird. Like that's the only word I know how to use is that to describe this whole situation. But like we were talking about last time, you kind of get used to your new realities pretty quickly. So it almost feels like normal now.
1: Right, and especially when you don't have choice. Yeah. Like you gotta. There's no other choice around it. Yeah, no doubt. Um, But
0: yeah this this week it definitely feels um the one thing that i that i i was thinking about earlier is just how little freedom we have on most things in our life Mm. in terms of like the society that we've built so like right on a day-to-day basis there's certain things that you just have to do based on your circumstances like whether it's Going to your job, whether it's um, paying certain bills, whether it's literally feeding yourself, like there's certain things that you're tied to, at least uh, to a certain extent. And then when we think we have freedom on a bigger level, even like this week, you see with like politics, it's almost like even when there's a movement, like someone like Bernie Sanders, who kind of wants to change the institution and has all these ideas of pushing things forward, um, there is is still an institution that at any moment in time can step in and be like, you know what, you got a little too far. That's not happening, right? Exactly. No,
1: no, 100%. Um, Even like our jobs, like even the things that you said, even those things come with with control and, and lack of freedom, right? Like, you go to a job for eight hours, and that eight hours, you would think you could do anything, but you can't. It's a set schedule where they watch you, they tell you what to do, everything. Um, with politics, it's, that's a whole different situation. Like, you really got to play their game. And then, on top of that, you really got to play politics. Like, yes. it's not, it's not, it's not like a a job or something like you want the best for the world. And then behind closed doors, you really got to politic with the politicians. Like you really got to do things that might be out of your character or might make deals that, you know, that you usually wouldn't. And for Bernie, Bernie did drop out, right?
0: Yeah. So he, he dropped, no, he suspended his campaign, meaning you could still technically vote for him in primaries on the ballot, but basically it's over. Like he basically said, I'm out.
1: And you know, and the crazy thing is like, he's been doing it for so long, at least what I, what i what I was thinking is, see, at least he should have stayed around so that yeah. way. He, he, he could be somewhat in the white house if, if it comes to it, you know, cause after this, there's, there's not much you can put on the table. There's not much you can offer. He's a way older man. Um, no, it's a lot. Yo, the, let me let me let me share let me say something funny. Um, isn't it crazy how all the people running for pre- presidency are are really old to the point where they could die from coronavirus? <laughs> it's,
0: it's hilarious. It, it, like, it but we all we also forget it. Like yeah, it, like we don't realize that Trump is the oldest president ever. Like we don't. Right. We, the, the right. Off top, that doesn't come to mind. And and it's right. it's one of those things where I don't know. I don't know who we should have running our country because on one hand, you kind of want to have an age limit where like you have a certain amount of experience and life experience and have seen society grow so that you understand it. But at the same time, a lot of the times the younger perspective is like almost like fresh eyes to the system that's yeah. been the same for a long time. Like, do you think we should have, like, should there be a certain age that the person running our country should be?
1: Um. Yes and no. So. With age, of course, comes experience. And that's highly needed. Maturity is needed. Patience is needed, right? But we also don't want people who are about to die making decisions that are going to affect us and our crank. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. So it's a yes and no. Like What I really like about Donald Trump, not literally that way, but age-wise, is because he doesn't act old. That's <laughs> why never, sure. we never... Right, we never talk about his age. I, till you actually said it, I did not even yeah. think about his age. Because how he carries himself, using Twitter, acting, just doing whatever he wants in that office is a young man's sport. Like he, he really doesn't act like his age. So, um, yes and no. Like they, they gotta, they gotta know what's going on in the culture. And I also gotta have a certain type of experience. And like Bernie would have been dope because he's literally, literally been through every yeah. generation. Like yeah. literally every generation. So he, he, he literally seen everything happen. So that, that would have been a dope one. That was, a, that one was the shitty one. It hurt. Like, like for me, I, w- I was, I was all in,
0: um, especially because I think he's, he'd have the right people around him. Like, even if we talk about him being super old, he knows the right people to put around him, and everyone talked about like how he couldn't get anything done. But they in in Washington apparently they called him the Amendment King because he literally would have just not made sure that amendment or that bills didn't go out unless it was the most beneficial for all people. So even like with the coronavirus bill, he put an amendment so that I think it was all airline workers would get paid even if the airlines go down. So that yeah. that hurt. But like you said. It almost shows that you can't win without playing the political game regardless. Even if you have this movement, we saw the political game being played behind closed doors with all the people who kind of said no. You know what, they're like, but and, and who's to say if he did play the game, maybe it would have turned out the same. But it, it's weird because he kind of went completely anti-establishment and they completely shut him out
1: twice. It's It's crazy because, like, I'm saying it's really, really hard for someone to win unless they want to go the route that Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is going to go. And that guy will go just about anywhere to win.
0: Yeah, there's no... He
1: don't care. He don't play. Exactly. He's an entertainer. He's a businessman. And on top of that, he doesn't give a fuck. So, um if you're trying to go the Bernie Sanders way or like the 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 righteous way the the morals and principles way Politics is gonna be Not very right. hard to yeah to 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 make a long face uh, A long career out of and I think that's the reason why Bernie kind of stepped out is because she was like Yo, this yeah. is this is way too much. This is out of hand out of pocket um, so That, that one was definitely a shitty one for the week.
0: Yeah, I'm nervous that one nervous for america to see what happens yeah. <laughs> that was that was good for but on the on the good news side of things at least there's been amazing amount of entertainment and uh and things to watch and streaming and and whatever over the course of this time to distract us but um that it got me thinking like i was talking to my boy the other day and we were saying like And which, like, recommendations of shows we had. And we were talking about Tiger King specifically. And, like, the one thing that I realized over the course, at least, of the last couple years with social media is that entertainment is almost solely a need for acceptance at this point like we only really feel the need to watch something not not like oh i'm gonna check that out but like the need to check something out with an urgency if we feel like we're left out of the conversation culturally right because of that attachment it has to to the culture to the society yeah so it's weird it's almost like in order to have something that's so impact like more things in the middle are getting lost, but you can have something that's way more impactful now than it ever was before because everyone has to watch it. Everyone's talking about it on Twitter. You go into a conversation that's inescapable. Hey, have you seen this yet? Hey, have you seen this? There's memes, like, right. it's almost like right. <clears throat> if you don't have
1: something to that level, it's not
0: urgent for me to watch it.
1: Right. And it's crazy because it's been said before. um, I don't know if we brought it up before. There's a book called Contagious and Why Things Catch on Fire. And it talks about exactly what you brought up. Why certain things are spoken about because people don't want to feel left out. Anytime Beyonce is performing at a Super Bowl, everyone and their mama, whether they love her or hate her, are talking about her just so they don't feel lost lost. Just so they don't feel like the only ones that don't know what's going on. So... Same thing with um, a lot of stuff happening, whether it's Drake dropping something or, or a movie or a show, anything that happens that culturally hits, everyone speaks about it all day, every day, to the point where you have to, you feel like you have to watch it in order not to be, you know, not to be the, 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 the random one yeah. outside the bar.
0: So how do you create content like that? How do you create moments where yeah. everyone has to tap in even because some of these things aren't even from big like tiger king is an interesting example because it's not this beyonce like figure it's not like everyone knew what was right. going on but the, yeah right. it set
1: everything on fire so like how do you what right. what is it that creates that yo that's that's a really good question and i think i personally think the answer to that is you don't Mm when you try something, it doesn't hit. That's why Tootsie Slide is is being spoken about in a bad form right now, Mm. right? They tried it way too hard. When music comes out and a song is danceable, a song is a vibe, the people are supposed to be the ones that that, that make it a hit. The people are supposed to be ones that are making the the dance to it. But when you put the dance guide in the in the movie video, everyone's gonna be like, "Yo, what's left for us to do?" Mm. You did the song, you did the creation, and you did the dance. Like, what? what how are we gonna fit in this? That's I think that's the point. Yeah, I, that that that's it. Because
0: because it's almost like. The fun in it today is adding your take or adding the meme or creating your own moment and feeling like you're adding to this moment of culture. But when it's too contrived and when they give you too much and then you see them making stupid memes about it or like like I saw Jeezy was in, and I love Jeezy, shout out to Jeezy, but he was in the, the grocery store the other day and, and they were all getting on him because he was doing a TikTok dance and they're like, Jeezy, you don't need to yeah. do this. You're a yeah, like this not, and, and I right. think the same thing with, with Drake that we talked about, we actually talked about, this is my, my thought on it last time was that it's a good song. I like the song. I just don't feel the need, that Drake needs to do that. Like he doesn't need to. Like he, we've always seen him as as the guy to create the wave, to do things differently, whether it's sonically, whether it's his rollouts. Um, even if he uses other people to get there, he's always had a different approach. And in this case, he went to the, he went down to TikTok, grabbed them, said, "Make me this dance. I'll make this song for you,"
1: and then put it out. And then they don't want what's the thing about it is, you know it's massive when the kids are doing it, but the kids are not doing it right now. It did not stick the way he thought it would have stick. So the celebrities and the older folks are doing it right yeah. now. If the young kids are not doing it on TikTok, it's not really like that. And I have another um, example for you. You remember how Roddy Ricch's um, song was number one? Yeah. Uh, the Box? So basically it was on like a, a smashed every record even 50 cents record if i'm not mistaken so then justin bieber came out with um what was that song called um yummy 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 <laughs> yummy then went on a rant on instagram saying oh uh, i want to get the record i want to beat him can you and then told them cheat codes on how to make the stream go higher and everything and then literally roddy rich replied back and he said hey everyone support."
0: Support. Yes, like. that's a good example because that was something you you saw two two extremes. Like one extreme, Roddy wasn't pushing it at all. Like he wasn't even marketing. He made like a one TikTok video, maybe one trailer video, whatever, and then it was just out. And the people took it to the next level. True. Whereas on the other side of things, it was Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez, and and they were forced. They're like telling people how to do it, and that's what you said is right. if you take people's creativity out of it then it's way too contrived and that and in that case you cannot match the power of the people even if you give them even if they would have had a better song and better dance and bet like and given it to the people and said hey do this even if it was catchier, or more creative you cannot beat
1: an organic come up Right. And what I really like the most is the reverse psychology that he did in supporting them. Yes. Like that, that did it for me. He tweeted both of them out, Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber. I said, support both of them. Mind you, both of them didn't get anywhere near it because once you force it, the universe doesn't work that way. You gotta let it be natural. You gotta let it be authentic. Um, even, even if it's, even if it's any type of food that you're putting into the industry, People want to take that food, go home, and even, even if it's as simple as putting an egg mm-hmm. to finish that last touch, at least if they have that egg that they can put in it, at least if they have something they can put in it to feel like they're a part of that mix, mm-hmm. a part of that creation, people want that. So people want to go from YouTube and the video, the song on Spotify, to an app created. Mm-hmm. Because now you got to understand what he's taking from them is the opportunity as well. Yes. The opportunity in the fun, and also the opportunity in to make the dance, to make it a hit. Because every time, every time a dance is made, somebody comes up from it. Some True. people come from it. So he, he took away a lot of stuff, and like all the people that truly respect him were just like, yo, this wasn't it. Another thing that I really didn't like this week is um, he was on Instagram Live a couple of times not Drake. He was on Instagram a few times with Mm. Joe Buttons. He was on Instagram previewing his new songs. Bro, just relax. I don't know why you're questioning yourself to this extent, but like you're really, you know, from my point of view, you're really showing why J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar are the greatest. At this point, the way you're acting like really, really shows who are the kings at the moment, because it was the, the the three-headed monsters were J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and Drake. But after the baby situation happened and all this stuff happened, I don't know where his mental is, but I feel like he's questioning a lot of stuff or how 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 loved he is in the culture. So he's doing things that normal people like us would do. You're Drake. Just disappear for a while, let, let your music not be out, and then drop it on them when they really, really need it, like you always have been doing.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think with him, it's almost like it's tough to, see, when you're in a position like that, I think it's tough to see see where you're at in the game. Like, it's tough to kind of come from a bird's eye view, whereas before, I think he understood. If, if, if the ghostwriting thing never happened, yeah. I think we would just be in a different situation. I think he understood at that point, he f- kind of felt untouchable. He understood his place in the game. He was in that c- consideration of new lyricism, of, of new greats. And now he's kind of had to take a step back and realize, okay, no one's going to be able to take me from this spot of like success, of hits, of of impacting pop and pop culture and hip hop culture. So like, but now he's almost chasing for the respect of like hip hop as a whole, the people and the people. Right. But it's tough. Like we just said, you cannot force it. So like, I think that'll yeah. come if you just drop the yeah. music you've been dropping.
1: It's just right. But yo, who 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 also didn't get help writing? We gotta understand that. Like, he's yeah. he's just light skinned about it. He's just being light-skinned about it. He's being emotional about it. There's not much rappers, unless we're saying the Kendrick Lamars and the Big Sean's and the J. Cole's and the Jay-Z's and, you know, the, the, the pen game has to be on another level for you not to get any type of help. I don't care who you are, the Meek Mills and all of them. There's someone in the rooms with them telling them, yo, do this, say that, put this in and writing for them. So I don't know why he took it to another hit maybe he wanted to be in the rap rap or the hip-hop yeah that's, category. that's the only reason because yeah other
0: other than that we know people who, who who have had full verses written for them we know uh, about all the hooks that get written like nobody writes their own hooks so it's it's but but the other thing you said before that that i thought was interesting was um in terms of how roddy handled that situation And this is something I've been thinking about is handling either losing, winning criticism or feedback in, in the right way actually elevates your, the perception of you way more than if you fight it. Like this, this is a funny example, but like my girl loves RuPaul's drag queen. And like, I always tune in to how they, Respond to criticism because I think it's so easy to see from the outside, but we don't realize it when we're inside So like if the judges say something and they say you could do this better or we didn't like the way you do this All the people who push back and say well, I was just trying to do this making excuses like I, I this is my I, I, I guess I was trying to do it this way. I should have done It just makes you look stupid the people who say like, you know, you're right, I got to I got to step it up I'll be better next time
1: though so we've we become
0: automatic fans Automatic with, with Roddy the way if he were to be like, no, actually don't stream that song. All my fans need to come rally behind me. He just said, yeah, I'm supporting you. Go go for it, stream his music too. Good luck, good luck. Right, so it's like, but why don't we realize that more often when we're Not responding?
1: Okay, no, 100%, I agree with that. And if, it also comes from a place of like, understanding and, and learning, like, Yes, yo, I'll take it. I'll take it to the chin because I know that I'm only getting better. Mm. And from the, from the, from the coaches and the, the judges and from the people's perspective, you're like, yo, this person is easy to, to talk to, easy to, you know, build with. So, um, with that being said, I want to bring up something. Um, there's a, there's a massive difference between your past, which we all get stuck to and our potential. Mm. Like, Girl. if we have a past that is dramatically painful, um, h- came with a lot of hardships and everything, we tend to forget our potential. Mm. We tend to forget that tomorrow's a new day, the sun comes out. We, we we tend to forget that right after it rains, the sun comes out, the rainbow happens. We We tend to forget If you lose a job, there's another opportunity. There's so many things that happen that take away our our light because of a little pain. That if we have a past, if we have pain going on, we forget that there's a potential for us to grow and and pleasure to come from the other side. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think it's interesting. Like...
0: Because I always say we're a mixture. I think we're a strong mixture of our of our past and potential. But I think the past overtakes a lot of the time because it's more tangible. like you you remember how you felt in certain moments. You remember certain things that happened to you vividly, whereas the future and your potential is just a vision, and it's not something you can necessarily grasp. And especially if, if not people, yeah, and if and if you've had certain experiences happen over and over and over again, you get used to the pattern. So, like for with the sun, it's like we know the sun is coming up tomorrow only because it's come up every single day. Right? We take that for granted. We do because we don't think like, oh, tomorrow the sun's not
1: not coming up. Right. So it's, because the same thing can start to interrupt you, the same thing can be said for us not breaking the habit yeah. or the or the cycle of the pain. Because if we know our pain is happening, if it happens once, twice, three times, then we know something triggers the pain. So if we're not stopping the trigger and we're allowing it to happen, maybe you like pain, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: No, there's an argument, and well, it's I think it's like what we were talking about last time. With it's more so that we like comfort, and it's weird, but even your painful experiences or things that are unhealthy for you there can be comfort in it if you're used to it i think so like maybe somebody who has who has who has only experienced pain for example um maybe there's comfort like it's almost like if you look at an abusive relationship even though they know in the back of their mind i'm sure many of these people know like this is an unhealthy relationship but if that's all they've known for like years at a time there's some comfort and at least knowing that that's how their relationship is. That's how their life is. These are the things that happen. This is the cycle that happens. So it's like, at what point can you break it? I don't know. I, I, I've never experienced that personally, but I think it would be a tough cycle to break because of that weird comfort in the situation. Right. Comfort and because
1: you think it's the norm. Mm. That's a good point. Like nobody comes in your house saying this is wrong. Like, Let's say if if you're in a situation like that, like people don't want to get in other people's business, whether it's right or wrong, nor is the person who's abusing doing it in front of people. It's never in front of people. Like when you go to family reunions, it's not like they backhand you. They usually backhand you or do something crazy when you're alone. Yeah. So um, the other question is, as humans, do we get comfortable in pain? And if so, that is pretty dramatic in itself because it really shows us to what extent we can really take things as normal. Yeah.
0: Like, I think like this is a tough question. I think we get comfortable. Here's here's I think you I think you you made a point that that can get us out of anything, but you need to see another option. And it needs to be something that you can grasp and that you that you can see as tangible. So like if If you're in an abusive relationship and your friend is in a good relationship, I don't think that's enough because you would see like this, like you said, it could be all good in public for both sides. And then you don't get to see that private. Um, But I think an example of like, so people who come from like dire circumstances, let's say, I think a lot of the times what you see is if there's a positive role model in that uh, household or in that community or at least in within like reach of that person then they're able to say oh i can be that too i can do that too but if not then you only see the highest goal like there was there was a story of this dude who i think it was a dude who like uh, a, a young kid like fifth or sixth grade maybe maybe earlier and they asked what everyone wanted to be when they were older and he said he wanted to be a pizza delivery dude because um his uncle was a pizza delivery guy and he was like his, the greatest guy in the world to him so it's almost like he's reaching for the best that he can see so right if That's you, all you know. yeah so if you give people like the ability to see exposure the, exposure that like i think exposure is the the only way to get us out of the cycles almost. But I don't know how you get the right exposure in some of these scenarios.
1: No, 100%. I know that's why traveling and giving your kids and your family the opportunity to see different is so important. And Steve Harvey spoke about it before where he says, do you know why um, first classes have curtains that come with them? It's because they don't want to expose people to that Mm. lifestyle that they can't get yet. The mm-hmm. hot ah, towels and the wine and the food and the, the preparation and the respect that comes with them saying their full name, their first name mm. um, coming over and over again and giving them whatever they want. And they can order at any time they want and they get it before the coach and everything. That exposure, like anytime you get that, you never want to go backwards so that's why
0: exposure is so important you know what's interesting though is exposure could actually as as much as it could be the solution it could also be the problem like especially in that scenario or in scenarios that we have on social media where we have way more access to everything like you could be a kid coming from nothing and see somebody on YouTube posting their 20 million dollar mansion but at that point it's still not attainable It's and, and it makes it worse it almost is like oh shit like I'm living like this but there's people living like that mm-hmm. and it at every level, even when uh, you're like, yeah, I not think of it like that. When you're climbing the ladder, when you when you have success, somebody's always more successful. Somebody always has more money or more accolades or more like, it happens at the highest level. I'm sure there's people who are like the most successful musician and they're like, but I don't have a Grammy. Or there's the most successful business person and they're like, but I don't have a $50 million company, you know, so it's like, I don't know what the balance is of exposing people to things um, and and where the line is there.
1: No, it's, exposure is really important, but it's crazy because you brought up something that I didn't think about, it has its good and it has its bad it's just you gotta you gotta know the difference and you gotta take what you can and just build with it yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly and and knowing what to um what to, to consume as something real and what to just look at and, and move forward or, or using this as inspiration or whatever
1: alright um serious or not really
0: you take over alright so um School's have, school's done. School's over for the rest of the year. <laughs> the, the dates, the stay-at-home dates um, keep, keep getting pushed, and I have a feeling they'll continue to get pushed. Um, for kids during this time, uh, how serious of an impact do you think is going to be had on, on kids who have had to go through this? Like a young kid, for example. Like what, what, what impact does that have? Is that going to be serious?
1: Um. Yes, man. So I have a, I have a, I have a younger brother who's seventeen years old. That all he knows is the school system. Ever since he was young, all he knows is to work for the, to work for his diploma and want to go to high school, I mean college or university, whatever he wants to go to, and has a schedule that he's known for a very long time, which is six hours a day for whatever long it is. I don't know if it's six months or whatever. Expanded it eight months of school, and then that's how you know I'm old. I don't even remember how long the school year is. Um, and then summertime, they know their schedule from June to, to August, beginning of September. It just broke everything down. Like, it, it, it literally shattered his whole fucking perspective on life, on schedule, on everything. And I was with him last week for a whole week. And, like, he's going crazy in the house. He's used to taking the buses, seeing kids. You know, he's used to playing basketball, running around. Mind you, he's 17 years old. That's what we all did, is just run around all day because you have so much energy that you never get tired. So um, it's really serious because they don't know what to do with it. And then let me give you another perspective is when kids are bored, Boredom is really, really painful. Boredom is the reason why Instagram is acting a buffoon right now. (laughs) Boredom is the reason why people don't know how to act anymore. Um, There has to be a certain discipline that comes with the person for them to understand how to take boredom and make it a good thing for them how they can prosper in boredom and study and make themselves better, their brand, their business better, where they take it to the next level. But if you don't know or don't have that discipline, then boredom gets you in every situation that you're trying to get out of boredom becomes like trouble. Like you were saying, right, you force everything. Whether it's Instagram Live, whether it's trying to go outside when you know you can, whether it's watching TV so long that you're killing yourself. So it, it has a toll on Kids and everyone, but yeah. kids special. Yeah, I think the and it's, it'll be interesting
0: to. See, I mean, I, I really do feel bad for the people who had like a graduation this year.
1: My 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 brother did. Yeah, so graduation. I'd be. I, I'm telling you right now, I'd be beefing, man. Yeah, I'd be fucking beefing if I went to school for that long and I cannot graduate. <laughs> high school, you're telling me I did three years of high school for no fucking reason? Like, nah, that yeah. didn't happen. And it's not even about the diploma or the no. paper. No. It's the fact that you get to celebrate with, with your, your friends. With your friends, yeah. Right, like, it's that little moment, that memory that's, that's getting taken away, man. It's shitty. It,
0: it, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I hope, um, I hope they find, kids are finding a way to deal with it. Um, what about, okay, we have uh, Bezos. Okay, we have Bezos donating 100 mil, okay? Um, but there's levels to this shit. Okay. That's right. A hundred yeah. mil. I'm not, I'm not going to pocket watch and be one of those guys. That's only 25%. That's only 5%. But let's just talk about Jack Dorsey for a second. He mm. said, Jeff, I see your cute a hundred million dollars donation to coronavirus, And I will up you one billion dollars more than a quarter of my wealth. They, he, Jack said, I see what they're doing to Jeff Bezos. They're roasting him for not donating enough. I do not want to be in the same category as these dudes.
1: Put me on another level. Now, <laughs> uh, now, no, no, no. let me ask you another question. Yes, he was definitely smart for not getting roasted and not getting on that plate, but also it, it's a massive marketing move. Yes, it's a massive marketing move when you're upping Joe Jeff Bezos like that Yes, you're running away from the roast. We definitely know that but it's it's Now that name rings bell Even if it goes through even if it happens or it doesn't happen the fact that he pressed Jeff Bezos like that It's a different type of marketing move. So um, To be honest with you no matter what any type of money given has to be respected right and that's where that's where social media takes things out of context the same people commenting are in their mom's basement not helping nobody (laughs) yeah yeah just just relax i i think my new
0: rule is if you're not donating the same percentage of the person that you're critiquing At least then you're not allowed to critique or we can't take your critique into effect So if if it's let's say 0.5% of Bezos net worth that he just donated If you don't donate 0.5% of whatever your net worth is, then you can't talk
1: Right, then just chill out man And you gotta, yo that's the thing about social media That's the thing about commenting There's no receipts, there's no proof Unless you have fucking proof that you donated something, please shut the fuck up. We don't care about your politics. It's literally politics. Social media is the new politics. Anybody and any any anybody and any at any time can say anything they want. Right? As far as Jeff Bezos goes, um, that's not a small amount of money at all. Nor did he have to. Which we said this last time, but it didn't record. It didn't go through. Um. Anybody spending any type of money, especially that type of money, there's no legal rights to him doing it. There's nothing saying that he has to, there's nobody that could tell him he has to come out of his pocket, right? Also, there's only so much money they carry cash, they carry liquid that they they literally have. People see 150 billion of whatever Jeff Bezos is and people that truly don't understand think that it's all cash or that guy has an island full of money somewhere no it's all in his assets and his businesses and his and his creations and in his investments and everything so he doesn't have that type of money so for you to come 100 billion out of your money i mean 100 million out of your money bro 100 million is not a light word like <laughs> majority of us are not gonna ever see 100 million it's regardless
0: i think i mean the one the one point i will have is like you said it's not in the law it should be in the law for the companies to do that like the Mm -hmm. like a company like amazon the fact that they have zero taxes is ridiculous like so that's the one thing i think should be in law not in personal ceos like it shouldn't say you have to donate a certain amount but companies that are worth that much should not be having full tax uh
1: or should not be having no tax. If that, if that, if that's the case, then get the fu- get Donald Trump out of the fucking office because him and his family tree been doing that for so long. Yes, his dad, his dad literally had like six buildings under their name, like as they were born. I know. Okay, now let's talk about that. Right? We sidetracked, but it's a good sidetrack. Um, that's where family, uh, that's where uh, generational wealth is created. That's what we don't understand is when you can give your kids the ability to, to come into life with that type of asset, with that type of help, with that type of, with that type of setup, it makes life a lot easier. A lot of us didn't come from that. A lot of us didn't grow up with that. So we go into the, into the real life with nothing, starting from nothing. That's like, we're already at the back of the race, at the back. So no matter what we do, we can't win that race. We just got to be, We what we try to do is be a part of that race.
0: You know, what's crazy is if you look at the, like, if you look at the, the, the wealthiest, wealthiest people on like that next level wealth that we can't even imagine, uh, very few of them, I would think, come from the first generation of wealth like unless you're unless you're becoming an athlete and making like hundreds of millions of dollars and then investing it or or you started a, a, an app or something that went crazy um but even in a lot of these cases you need funding and that funding a lot of the times comes from their parents and their parents had the money from their grandparents like the old money uh cycle is just different than making something for yourself and, and even leaving something for your kids like it's almost unfathomable for for most people to think about. And the fact that that's where most of the control is in terms of like the system, it's a tough system to beat.
1: No, 100%, but yo, knowing that and having the ability to understand that right now, Mm -hmm. if we fail that for our kids, like we've done everything wrong. Because like we see it from, the crazy part is, in the generation that we live in, right? We see it from both point of views. Our parents and our generation didn't have it. It puts us in this situation. And also we have the 100% view of other people who did have it and don't have it. The ones that don't have it that made it and make it happen where they do have it now. And the ones that did have it and where they're at in the race right now. So seeing every exposure Mm-hmm. Needed to understand what it does for our kids. If we don't do it for our kids, then it's that that's harsh. That's really harsh, and I and I would not want my kids to start off their life like that at all. No, no, and I and
0: I think what I'm saying is also is that there's a difference between us putting our kids in in an amazing po- like even like I I grew up situation. in a in a great situation, right? Like I didn't have to worry about a lot of things. But I'm just saying right. it's different. Even if we were able to provide our our children with amazing starting points, the the kind of wealth that some people start off with, you have to build through seven generations. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's it's it's like just Yeah, but
1: even that, even that, like that's not that's not needed.
0: Mm-mm, like, mm-mm.
1: let's be completely honest. Like, that type of money is money that they're giving to the banks because they don't know what the fuck yeah, to do yeah. with it. Like, I don't give a fuck about that type of money. The money that we're speaking about is money so just our kids don't sell their souls for our job. Yes. Like, for example, like if you're if you traveled from Canada all the way to LA trying to make a life for yourself it's so difficult for you to do that when you have to do everything to try to live, to try to feed the, come on, man. If if your ribs are touching, you're not worrying about doing interviews. So the the interviews you would be doing is face-to-face robbing somebody. That's the type of interview, not the interview you want to do. So survival comes before anything else. So if you give people, if you give people the opportunity to survive, to not be hungry, to have lights and everything in the house, then they have the ability to inspire on another level, inspire themselves and inspire other people. But how can you tell somebody be positive when they're hungry? Yeah. How can you tell someone be positive when their kids are hungry? So that, that's what I'm talking about. It's just getting out of that survival level because, yo, even money can make somebody even more hungry than no money.
0: Yep. And, and especially... Like, in this in this time like it's crazy because for a long time especially america was at a point where we were we had it so good like to the point where we were able to worry about all of these other things we were able to be on social media all the time talking shit like criticizing all these different things and even and and on the other side on the positive side more people doing great things outside of their job more people inspiring more people putting out great things in the world but now we're at a point where unemployment keeps raising um i think like more people filed for unemployment in the last two weeks than i i I don't even remember the year in, in america but on a long time and so that number keeps rising. We're gonna have a lot more people who are gonna be having to worry more about their day-to-day, more about their survival. What's right. What's this gonna do to
1: society? Yo, two point of views. It's easy to say what we think I'm gonna say, but let's go another point of view and let's, let's keep it a bit positive too, right? we have to be realistic and really say like, this is, this is going to hit on a different level. We truly know that. Let's take it a bit further and say, this is going to be the greatest opportunity as well. This is going to start so many businesses and so many billionaires with in in the middle and less class than anything else. Because while a lot of people are trying to save themselves and their companies from bankruptcy, a lot of people are going to be exposed to the potholes that are missing in our culture, that are missing in our society, that are missing in the economy, right? Um, For example, who says that now that we haven't been to jobs for so long and that we can do it from home, how many apps and how many Different situations can come out of that, so people can work from home, where people can all be connected where everything can be handed in a in a in a software that brings everything together where you don't have to be sitting at a table for eight to twelve hours. So it's gonna hit economically, it's gonna hit really bad. It's gonna get to a, a really bad place. But the good thing about it is it's going to wake people up because for so long, we thought America was America. We thought you couldn't get touched. We thought Mm we were at the top of the world, which we were. Um, no, sir. We're just like every other country, every other human. We bleed, we do the same things as everybody else. So now that this hits, it really reminds people that one job, one, one, one income is not it where it tells people, yo, you're in control of what you want out of your life. There's a lot of things that they can stop you from, but there's also a lot of things that you're stopping yourself from. And if you accept that, if you understand that, then you can make ways where you can really build. Yeah, no, I think you're right about there being
0: an opportunity. And I think we, we always see like, you know, uh, pressure makes diamonds. Like, we will see a lot of uh, really creative ideas, really beneficial things for the world come about um, that hopefully we'll be able to use for a long time. And I do hope that at least the people who are out there still working during this time, I hope that the government and... uh, the world really sees how valuable these people are that we kind of took for granted every day. And I hope all of those wages are raised because we took it for granted. And we're like, we're going to give you the littlest amount possible, literally minimum wage that we're allowed to legally give you. But now we're forcing everyone to be out there and putting their lives at risk. And they're the only ones who have to do it while we're able to work from home. So I think any, any job that was considered essential at this point needs a, needs to be considered that with wage too. Right.
1: Nah, a lot of, a lot of things, man, are going to change. And to be honest with you, I really think it's a beautiful thing. Um, before the good, we have to go through a little bad before, before the fun, we have to have a little bit of rain, So we understand what comes with the territory, but on the other side, or like the growth aspects of it, it's going to be a lot better than the, what we lose. Like as we already see, the Earth it itself is getting a lot better, a lot healthier. It didn't need us. Like we're we're the guests. We're the ones that came here and and destroyed it. So for it to really come back the way it is, and for the skies and the waters and 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 the forests and the animals to look as beautiful as they are now, that's number one. Number two is it's waking people up to understand, yo, we had the opportunity for so long, and as much as we had it, that opportunity can be taken away this fast. Yep. Yeah. So when you do get the opportunity again, don't fumble. Because if it happens again, don't be in survival mode. If you had the opportunity to create something where your family is added that survival mode, you know? So, um, it's, it's definitely a lesson. Um, are we going to have summer?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. I don't think so. I th- I think I think uh we'll be doing as much as we possibly can in terms of like these Instagram parties and rewatching MTV Spring Break and you know finding ways to make it f- like having a uh, patio beach parties but ah, I doubt the NBA is coming back. I doubt the NFL is going to start their season on time. I'm thinking we might just delay summer and move it to, like, September and then, like, just start the year from there.
1: Do you think, do you think we'll be back? Yeah, just shifting. Mm. Um, no, I don't really think summer is going to happen at all. And it does. And if it does, like, like less, less. If it does, it's not gonna be the same. No. It's not gonna be the same. There's no high five, there's no hugging, there's no handshake, there's nothing. People are gonna be shook, people are gonna be scared. Um it's definitely not the same. Yo, I just randomly thought about it. You know how big Cash App got over this? Like Cash App was already big. Now
0: Yeah. Especially with people marketing giving away like
1: getting?
0: giving away money. What's your cash app? What like?
1: The marketing it's getting is crazy, and it's not paying for any of it. Like before, <laughs> they were paying for it to sit on the right hand on the right hand side of Joe Budden's podcast. Who really needs Joe Budden when Drake and and Tory Lanez and all of them are on the same Instagram live asking people about their cash app? Like it literally became a saying. You remember when people used to say world star and like, you'd yeah. have to, you think you're the one next one getting knocked out. Cash app became that like, it's, it's, it's a culture thing. Now we'll be like, yo, you want some, you want to, you want to show off? Cash app, cash, send me your cash app. Like it's, it's yeah. a word that's so in the culture now and the marketing aspect of it just took it to another level.
0: Yeah. And, you, and like we were talking about before, you can't beat organic marketing. It, it, of, it, of any kind and speaking of that like it's uh, Tor- Tori Lane's uh, IG Live he's been doing uh, an amazing job of um, self promo and organic marketing uh, he's basically been doing IG Lives um, every, every week and, and getting girls to do some crazy shit um, yeah. <laughs> the one thing I will say though is when and so, it, so he was doing this he would basically get girls on there doing crazy things to like 300,000 people. They were like twerking and stuff. But Instagram shut him down and banned the live. Now, everyone was in shock. Like, whoa, it's free Tory, free Tory. I'm sitting here like, no. <laughs> like don't free Tori until we figure out the rules because, A, we don't know how old these girls are. Like, there was no ID being taken, so if anything, he could get in more trouble later on. And B, there's no age restriction for going
1: into the live. Whereas, like, I was just going to say that. That's what people don't think about. Imagine how many young girls are watching this thinking it's okay to post pop on Instagram live.
0: Yeah. So, like, until they Thank have, you. until they have, like, on adult websites where it'll say, are you sure you're 18? And it'll check. Or you have a login and it says your birthday and the login, like, on YouTube where you can ban certain videos for above 18. I don't know. Right. Like, I, I love what he's doing. I think he's hilarious. But I think there needs to be a change.
1: All right. Now, let me comment on that, right? Uh, Let me play the devil's advocate. There's toy lanes on Instagram live, right? Yeah. Yeah, out of Instagram app, go to the internet, go to Pornhub, and it's all there. So, like... uh, I I see what you're saying where, like...
0: I see what you're saying where you can find it whenever you want. You can can find worse than that. But I know what I'm going there for. When, like True. I am going out of my way to search for those type of videos
1: when I'm on Google. Um, maybe right. it pops up. That's fine. Like, try, I, I try, like you know, what you're saying is Tory Lynch is more so fun. It's just an enjoyment. It's a vibe. People want to be in it. So when they, when they come in it to see like music and people laughing and everything, and then just, certain things happen where there's no restrictions, it's different. Is that, what you're exactly. And what we were talking about before to
0: bring it full circle is like, the fact that entertainment now is so based on being a part of the moment, it's like he was trending all over Twitter. I feel like I have to be a part of it. But let's say I'm a 12-year-old kid, girl or boy, and I'm like, oh, what's this? I see this is trending on Twitter. I'm going into his life. Oh, this. And then I see that, and then that's normalized. Um, whereas going and seeing those other videos, it's a little more out of reach, but full choice. Yeah. But I, you know, am, am I thinking he's negatively influencing the world? No, there's much worse. I just think Instagram needs to figure out a way to make so that make it so that can still happen, but with restrictions.
1: Yeah, and it's crazy because it's crazy to say that because that's the power of people. That's the power of influence. Because as as fast as they blocked it, I don't know if you've seen it, but the owner of Instagram is really young. And he was like, no, I'm really a fan of Tory Lanez. It wasn't that. We just got to respect the restrictions and the, and the app and everything. And then he let him back on right away. Yeah. I think they, they banned him until April 14th. The guy was on it a few days ago, like two yeah, days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did not even last anywhere near April 14th. I think he was only banned for 24 hours, if not less. So, um, no, I definitely agree with that. But, yo, to give him credit, he was he also was letting people know, yo, no, don't show no nudity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, he was restricting it, but, like, Boozy was saying in a, in a laughing manner, yo, if it, if it just slides out of the panties, it's not my fault. <laughs> that guy's wild. That guy's you know, a different on a different level. There's Boozy, and then there's Tory Lane. Yeah. Those are two different He cases. needs his own
0: app because he was doing crazy, th- crazier things than I could even think of.
1: Yo, um, and that's, I'm, you brought up a good point, right? If Tory Lanez can do that on an app that's not his, what if he took that to another app that is, you know, like that's where business has to be. That's where people gotta take a little risk to gain a lot.